welcome you to the preaching service of the Scots Fork Christian Church. Today is Christmas Eve 2023 and it's hard to believe that we just have a very few days left in the year of 2023 and how time flies by. I want to take this opportunity speaking for my wife Sharon and I to wish each of you a very meaningful and blessed season at this time of the year. A time when we remember the greatest person who was ever born, um, the one we read about in the Gospels and throughout the Bible, who came into the world that we might have life and habit abundantly. Uh, this morning we are going to talk on a message simply entitled home and uh, I'm going to read a verse in the 14th chapter of the Gospel of John and if you are a student of the Bible a student of God's Word you probably know immediately and maybe even know the words by heart and this is what we read in the second verse of the 14th chapter of the Gospel of John in my father's house are many rooms if it were not so I would have told you for I go to prepare a place for you now we're going to share this message and it may be a little bit different approach but I think it will help us to understand some things which are very important we see on the very front end friends that Jesus left his home to remind us that we are not home yet. This past Friday, I had a funeral for a friend. Uh, we worked together for many years on the board of the Boyle County uh, Senior Citizens, uh, Citizens, and I had the opportunity to be chair of the board and, and also chair of the building committee uh, when we built the brand new uh, center here in Danville. And uh, and had many wonderful memories and she had requested when she passed away that I would have her funeral and I probably would be amazed if and I feel that they probably recorded the service that uh, if I could listen to that message I brought that I would be surprised how many times I talked about the word home uh, possibly you have heard these words before that the three most revered words in life are mother home and heaven and uh, I want to submit to you and uh, I need to say a big thanks here to Robert Lowry uh, from Lincoln Christian Seminary in Lincoln Illinois for some conceptual ideas that will be in this particular message friends it's amazing all the images a simple four-letter word can conjure up and the word I am referring to the four-letter word is home and so as we look at this and as we think about the fact uh, that when Christ was born how important home was uh, we're going to look at some of the images which are conjured up like I said when we think about home in our vocabulary we have expressions like home life we may say that young man is so fortunate, that young lady is so fortunate because they come from a good home life. Home sweet home and uh, homemaker and home free. In the sports world, 
is nice to have the home court advantage. Kids that go away to camp sometimes get homesick. Sometimes good food is likened to home-cooked meal. Tim Allen, I'm sure over the years you have watched that show entitled Home Improvement. In baseball, to score, you have to come home. And we may know the words to songs like Home, Home on the Range. I remember growing up as a young, young boy and hearing those words uh, being sung and learning in time uh, to sing along with them. My old Kentucky home, Sweet Home Alabama, or Take Me Home Country Roads. James Thompson, and I'm not sure in my ministry whether I have gotten to see this series or read about it, but he made a series of videos called Turn Your Heart Toward Home. When you were little and rode your bike off to play with a friend, often your mother would say now, you be home by dark, be home before our evening meal. And parents with teenagers may ask at the door, what time are you coming home? When someone is in transition, they may be reminded that home is where you hang your hat. Or someone feeling out of place in a new residence could be comforted with home is where the heart is. Christmas has a lot to do with home. The songs that we hear, there's no place like home for the holidays. I'll be home for Christmas. And it makes the things of time around the Christmas tree where faithful friends who are dear to us will be near to us once more. Amongst the many lessons that we can learn from the scriptures about the birth of Christ is uh, one that we're talking about this morning and the word home. And and I would venture to say that uh, if I could sit down and probably talk with every one of you who is listening to this podcast, that you would probably say to me, oh, Brother Otis, I have so many, many wonderful memories uh, of home and growing up with my mom and dad and the many things that we did together. I know that in growing up in Shelby County that uh, uh, we did not have a lot of money and that's perfectly fine, uh, but we had uh, very, very enjoyable Christmas seasons. I can remember going out and, and on the farm and where my dad and his brothers, they farmed 400 acres of land and we would go out and cut a Christmas tree, a cedar tree. And I remember one time the tree was so big we could barely open the door to get into the house. And, and I could talk on and on and on about the wonderful memories of home at Christmas time. In 1903, many attempts had been made by the Wright brothers, Orville and Wilbur Wright, and they were successful in getting their first flying machine off the ground into the air at Kitty Hawk. And thrilled over the accomplishments, they, uh, they telegraphed this message to their sister and Catherine, and this is what they said. We've actually flown 120 feet. We'll be home for Christmas. 
and their sister was so excited that she hurried to the editor of a local newspaper and showed him the message. And he glanced at it and said, how nice, the boys will be home for Christmas. You see, he totally missed the big news. For the first time in history, man had flown. But maybe we step back and we ask the question, uh, maybe he didn't miss the big news. The boys would be home for Christmas. You see, as I thought about what we're talking about this morning, and when I think about one of the three words that's the most revered word, home, uh, it's so true. It is so true. There's something dynamic about the word home. You know, the image of home is all over the Christmas story in the Bible. Joseph and Mary, for that Christmas, they had gone to Joseph's family home, the tiny village of Bethlehem in Judea. And that is where Jesus was born. And in a sense, you could say that Joseph could have said, I'll be home for Christmas. You know, as we think about what I have just shared here, it is so sad. Maybe some of you have seen images of Bethlehem over in the Holy Lands. And as such, they will not be able to celebrate Christmas because of the disarray because of the shootings, because of the killings, and because of the atrocities which have occurred there in Bethlehem. And I know that many hearts are aching, and we truly pray that the people can in that area, and Israel and, and the Palestinians, the Hamas people, that we can come to agreements and that we can see a cessation of all the fighting and all the warring. But there is another way in which home plays a part in the Christmas story. Uh, of course, I just have to try to describe this to you. But Norman Rockwell painted an incredible painting uh, in 19, well, painted a lot of things, incredible artist in 1954. And he could capture a moment in time with a brush and canvas like no one else. And we look at this particular painting, and we have two people, presumably a farmer and his son, sitting on the edge of a dusty old pickup truck. The boy is holding a wrapped present of some sorts in his hand, maybe something from mom. The family dog knows something is up. His head is resting on the boy's knee. And if you look closely, you will see that the boy's suitcase has books stacked on top and others uh, and, uh, on top and bears an emblem for State University. It doesn't take long to figure out that this boy is leaving for college. His face shows that he is anxiously watching for the bus while his father stares in the other direction. And Rockwell appropriately gave this painting the name Breaking Home Ties. I wonder, friends, what the scene was like in heaven when Jesus left his home and came to earth. I wonder if that moved uh, the heart of the Father. We know the Bible tells us the angels sing glory to God in the highest, 
which must have touched him deeply. And I'm sure God rejoiced in the miracle of the incarnal uh, love who, who wouldn't take pride in their loved one and only son. His son becoming incarnate and sharing the miracle of this special love. But God's gift to us didn't come without a tremendous price tag. Jesus left his home in heaven, temporarily sacrificing the kind of union that he had known with the Father throughout all eternity. And the Father, too, would feel and notice the change in the way things had always been. And we notice that what was going to take place as his coming and as the days and years would go by, that he came to bring, came from the heavenly home to the earthly home, to bring about the means of salvation and the hope of eternal life, to give his life for ours and to call us home. One time, as we read just a moment ago, Jesus would say, in my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. He was telling us about home about the home that he has prepared for those who will become his children, live for him, be faithful to him, and that they could have a home which would be eternal. A place with many rooms for many people that really does exist. And quite simply, here lies the message of Christmas. Jesus left his home to remind us that we are not home yet. Jesus knew by coming into the world, becoming incarnate, Jesus knew that he would provide the means whereby that his children could know redemption and whereby that they could know about their heavenly home. That's the point, friends. That's the message of Christmas. I want to refer to one more Norman Rockwell painting. And in this one, it's called Saving Grace. And in it, here is a young boy and probably his grandmother from their banks near their chairs. You can see they are traveling. They've stopped by at a busy diner for a bite to eat. It's so crowded that the two of them have to share a table with strangers. These men, in the boy's eyes, are questionable characters, and he is not too sure about them. And as the two bow their heads in this particular painting to pray, you can see that the little boy is only sitting on the edge of his chair, and he leans as close to his grandmother as possible. And we ask why? Because grandmother is a piece of home. In that strange surroundings, that piece of home brings a whole lot of security. You see, friends, on the night before he died, that Jesus took his disciples into the upper room, and he gave them some bread and wine and told them, This is my body, this is my blood, this do in remembrance of me. And I think he wanted to establish a reminder that we're never far from home.
I am bringing this supper and it's to remind you of my death, of my burial, and of my resurrection. And as we know, after his earthly ministry, after his crucifixion, he ascended to the Father, went back to the Father. And when we partake of the Lord's Supper, the meal, the bread, and the wine, it is a piece of home because it says to us, because he died, because he was buried, because he rose again and ascended back to the Father for all eternity, is that he is saying to us that we are not very far from home. That piece of bread, uh, a piece of home, brings a whole lot of security. Let me ask you, where will you be this Christmas with family, with friends, uh, maybe working, uh, maybe even alone? And the words of the song says, Are you far away from home this dark and lonely night? Tell me what would best help to ease your mind. Someone to give direction for this unfamiliar road? or one who says, follow me, and I will lead you home. Friends, I hope and pray that you are a Christian, that you have obeyed uh, the sacred scriptures in regard to become a Christian, that you have shared that you believe that Jesus is the Christ. You shared that good confession, that you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God that you have realized that the scriptures teach us in becoming a Christian that we must repent of our sins, not only godly sorrow, but saying, Lord, I ask for your forgiveness and ask that you help me not do the things maybe that I know are wrong, excuse me, that are in the process of overtaking me. That we realize that we must be baptized into him so that our sins might be remitted and receive the gulf, the, the, the hope of eternal life. Going home, like I said at the beginning of my message this past Friday, we talked about going home. And, uh, and I say this often, I probably say it maybe too much, but let me challenge you, friend, in life. And hopefully at this time of the year, people think maybe a little bit more clearly and seriously about life. But as you live your life, friend, you want to need, all of us need to understand that we want not to get so involved with living that we fail to realize that we're going to die. And at the same time, we don't want to get so involved in thinking about dying that we fail uh, to live our lives to the fullest. Going home. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing for through. The treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven open door. This world, this world is not our home. We're just passing through. Jesus left his home to remind us that none of us is really home yet. Father, we thank you for your word. And I hope and pray that as we go through this life that we do not get so busy and, do not, and fail to study the greatest words in life. 
to make preparation for the time when our lives come to an end and to realize that as we say so often, as Paul wrote to the Corinthians, he says that to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord in that home he has prepared for every one of us. And I hope and pray, Lord, that we show and express our thanks for the great teachings that surround the birth of Jesus. There are so, so, so many. But certainly one of the great, great teachings is, is that Jesus left his home in heaven to remind us that none of us is really home yet. I hope and pray that as we live these few short years on this earth, we will realize that we need to make preparation because we know that heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Oh, how we need to realize that great hope. And Father, it breaks our heart because it seems that so many maybe don't believe that there is a heaven to gain, that so many have forgotten about the fact that we're not home yet. I just pray you'll bless the thoughts we have shared. I just pray that you will bless each listener. And I hope and pray that he and she, that they have made the preparations and are continuing, continuing to make the preparations to share in the eternal home. Bless all, Father. In his name we pray. Amen. <music>